Hello there, I'm Minister Paula Cornett. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast, Revelations from the Heart. I'm so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. I'd love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. Also, visit me on Facebook, Instagram, and my YouTube channel. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hello there, podcast listeners. Thank you so much for joining me today for Revelations from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. So glad to have you today, and I'm just so excited for the message that I'll be ministering today, teaching today. I've been doing a teaching the last few weeks on the armor of God, and we're just getting ready to get into the specific pieces of armor. Well, this is episode number 37, I believe. Yes, episode number 37. So moving right along, and uh, just thank God for you, wherever you're listening at today, whether near or far, thank God that we have this avenue where we can communicate so let's just have a quick word of prayer and we're going to get right into it father god we thank you today thank you lord that you are the most high i thank you father god that you rule and reign over all i thank you that you are faithful that you are mighty lord god i thank you that your word is truth your word is truth absolute truth and i thank you father god that as we Study your word today, Lord. I thank you that as you pull out your truth, I thank you for every listener. I thank you for each and every person gaining a greater understanding of the spiritual warfare, the spiritual battle that we are in. And I thank you that you have given us the weapons to fight, the weapons to be able to maintain our victory that Jesus Christ won for us at Calvary, at the cross. We give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. As always, I want to encourage you, if you haven't already done so, to read the book of Ephesians in its entirety. Powerful, powerful book. One of my favorites. Um, One of the, the major themes of the book of Ephesians is that Christ is supreme. I just love saying that because Jesus Christ is supreme. And so, um, a lot, a lot of other good nuggets in there as well. Um, what we want to do also i want to encourage you rather to uh listen if you if you're just listening to this podcast for the first time you want to go back and listen because you're coming in kind of towards the middle of this teaching so you want to go back and get the other teachings about the armor of god where i lay down the foundation so that everything comes together we're going to review very quickly i always like to review because it just kind of helps you if you're a regular follower the more you hear something the more that it'll stick with you and stay with you. And um, just like the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You got to continually hear it, hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. That's how your faith gets built up. And so we're in the book of Ephesians chapter six, starting in verse 10, where the apostle Paul lays out the weaponry for the Roman soldier, but not only does he lay out the weaponry, but he also um, gives us kind of just uh, just a little lesson about spiritual warfare. He gives us how Satan is, um, his army is aligned militarily. He uses a lot of military words. Now, the Bible says that 
the things that we see are temporal. The things we don't see are eternal. So the things that we see, the things that we see with our senses, they're going to pass away. And the things that we don't see, the spirit realm, that's what's going to remain. So in the spirit realm, there is an intense, serious battle that is going on. There's a war going on between uh, the forces of darkness and the forces of light. And Satan is after your mind. And God is also after your mind. And so Jesus won the victory at Calvary. But Satan is a liar. We learned in previous episodes that he's a liar. He's a thief. He's a whole lot of things. In fact, it was 17 characteristics of the devil. One of them is the devil. Satan, uh, Beelzebub, uh, the, the, the Lord of the Flies. And um, go back and listen to that podcast episode to let us know what he is and what he does. And so he's always trying to steal. He's trying to steal from us. And a lot of times Christians live defeated lives because they just don't know. They just don't know. They lack information. But once you have information, once you realize your covenant that you have with God, Satan doesn't want you to know your covenant rights. But once you know your covenant rights, then you can begin to decree and to declare and to stand on the promises of God, on the word of God. So it starts out, uh, Paul tells his um, comrades in the faith, and he, he's saying, uh, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So in everything that I've talked about, we're, we're concluding this. I want you to listen really well to what I'm getting ready to say. Pay attention because this is very, very important. What I'm getting ready to say to be strong in the Lord. Your strength has to be in the Lord. You've got to have the power of God in order to walk in the weapons of God. You cannot uh, walk in the weapons without the power. So if you drop the power, you drop the weapons. And so you got to continue to walk. In the power of God. And he says in verse 11. To put on the whole armor. You got to put on every piece. Seven pieces of weaponry. You got to put on each and every piece. The panoply of God. Put on the whole armor of God. Why? So that you will be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The devil has tricks, schemes, plots, plans, uh, agendas that he is working and operating. Remember that Satan, his domain, his level and sphere of of operation is in the world and so he works through the world systems he works through agendas he works through flesh and blood he works through people all right because then Paul goes on to tell us that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood so we're not fighting against people a lot of times people are who the enemy and who Satan works through but it's not the person it's demonic spirit and forces that are working through a person so we don't wrestle against flesh and blood and say i mean and uh, paul goes on to let us know the rank of demonic spirits in the spirit realm and he uses the word against four times letting us know and emphasizing that we are face to face with each and every one of these demonic levels of spirits we're face to face with principalities we're face to face with um powers and we're face to face with rulers of the darkness of this age and we're face to face with spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places so these demon spirits are in heavenly places and we learned that heavenly places is the atmosphere so they're in our realm they're in our realm and they're influencing and, and tormenting and just uh, 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 really messing with the human race, okay? And so then we come to verse 13 where we talked about last week. He says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God. He says it again, the whole armor. He didn't say to pick certain pieces, but he said to take up the whole armor of God. 
that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand. So we want to be able to withstand. We learned last week that the word withstand, um, excuse me, what it signifies and what we need to, to know and to understand about, uh, let me hold on, let me find it. To withstand, well, let's go with to take unto you. He was telling them, this group of, uh, this particular church in Ephesus, this, this group of, of believers, they had put down their weapons. So he was telling them to pick their weapons back up again. They had laid them down. And so Paul was encouraging them to take them back up again. Sometimes you lay down your weapons, you lay down the power, and you have to be reactivated. And so um, if that's you today and you need to be reactivated, we pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit that you will be reactivated. Okay? And withstand just means to stand against, to push against. So we must stand against the forces of darkness. We got to push the forces of darkness back. Okay? And an evil day, we learned that an evil day is that day that we all will face as believers. We're all going to face an evil day. We're all going to face an evil day. And God didn't put this in scripture to scare us or to make us terrified or be worried about when it's going to happen or how it's going to take place. But he put this here to let us know that it's going to come and it's going to happen. But that he has already made a way of escape for us. That he has already laid out the weapons. And if we pick up those weapons and we walk in his power, then we will, become out, we will come out standing. We learned last week that God sees the champion in us. That before the battle begins... Because God is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end, the first and the last. He sees the end from the beginning and he knows all in between. And so because he's like that, he sees us standing. Now you say, well, what, 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 kind, of, what kind of fight? You know, the scripture talks about to fight the good fight of faith. I learned this this week. that That's the only kind of fight that we're supposed to be fighting is the fight of faith. And if you notice, it says fight the good fight of faith. And any good fight is a fight where your team is winning. And so God is telling us to fight the good fight of faith, that my intention for you is to win. You're an overcomer. You're victorious. Jesus has already won the victory. So I know going in that I'm going to win. And so we have to maintain our position. We've got to maintain our stance. And our stance is victory. Our position is victory. And then we come down to verse uh, 14. And he says, he starts out to say, by saying, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. All right. So we're going to look at today two pieces of weaponry, and that is the loin belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. Now I want you to listen very closely and listen very clearly as I begin to describe uh, this pieces, these pieces of armor too. But first, before I do that, I want to let's look at the word stand. The word stand means to stand upright, and it pictures one so confident. That he stands with his head held high and his shoulders thrown back. So with God's weapons at your disposal, you can stand confident because you know they work. 
You know, they work and they work to your advantage. God has given us a complete set of weaponry to deal with every and anything that Satan will try to throw at us. Now he tells them to gird up their loins. Okay. And the loins refers to the, just the reproductive area or the seat of regenerative powers. Okay. So the Roman soldier, yeah, if they didn't have their loins gird, they could be kicked in, 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 in their, in their uh, private parts. And they didn't want that to happen because the Roman soldiers, uh, while they were out to battle actively on duty, they didn't get married until after they were finished in battle. Okay. And so they wanted to have children after they were done serving. And so they had to protect that area so that they would be able to have children later. So, and he tells them to the word gird about, it means to fasten or to girdle around, to gird oneself for action. Okay. It's the least noticeable piece of weaponry. This is very, very important. Let me give you just these, okay, just these things about the loin. But the loin belt was the first piece to put on, the first piece of weaponry that the soldier put on. But it was the least attractive. It was the least noticeable. It was the most vital of all weaponry. But it was the most boring piece of weaponry. But here we go. This was the most important piece of weaponry that the Roman soldier could put on. So well, how, how in the world, why in the world was uh, this the most important piece of weaponry? Because everything else was connected to this loin belt. So if this Roman soldier didn't have, he had on a, he wore a breastplate that connected to the loin belt. So if he didn't have that loin belt on, his breastplate would be flapping when he'd be running. It would be secure in place. There was a clip on one side that he put his sword in and there was a clip on the other side for his shield. Then there was a pouch on his, on the backside that he put his lances in. Okay. So you must have this piece. You must have this piece. So the best example that I, that I can use, Pastor Rick Ritter uses this example, and I use this example as well, that uh, in the natural, you a part of your attire sometimes is that you have a belt with belt loops. Now, I know for me, I, I'm, not a, uh, I'm not a very uh, a large person, and so I have to definitely wear a belt because if I don't have on a belt, it's going to be a disaster. My pants are going to fall down, and we definitely don't want that. And, but I've never in all the years of wearing and, and going out places has anyone ever complimented my belt. Never. Never. In fact, most of the times uh, you don't even see my belt. But it's there. But it's a very, very important piece. And just like with the Roman soldier, this piece of weaponry is is is, is the least attractive. It's, it's the least noticeable. In fact, the belt section it is not a very big selection uh, to choose from. Because a belt is not something that most people really pay any attention to. All right? But this is very, very vital to my apparel. And the same is true for the loin belt of truth. Okay? So, this loin belt, they put this loin belt on. They had this loin belt on. And if they did not walk uh, uh, with this loin belt on, the other pieces, they wouldn't be kept in place these other pieces they, they 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 would fall apart so what the loin belt is it is a, it is also the only tangible piece of weaponry that we have and the loin belt is the bible is the truth the word of god is our foundation 
Okay, so if you walk in the word of God, all other pieces of the armor will be kept in place. So if you walk in the word, you won't be deceived. If you walk in the word, you won't get out of peace. If you walk in the word, you won't lose your sense of righteousness. Now, if you're not walking in the word, then you, your faith is going to not be strong. The Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing. I mentioned this earlier, but hearing, you got to continually to hear it, hear it, hearing, hearing, hearing the word of God. Okay, so we got to hear that word. The Bible is a tangible weapon. It's one that we can hold. It's the foundation. It's very, very important for the believer. In fact, I think of that song, the B-I-B-L-E that I used to sing when I was a little girl. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God the B-I-B-L-E. So the loin belt held all the other pieces of armor together. The only visible weapon that we have to the sight that you can hold. The written word of God. The Holy Spirit describes the loin belt first. Because he's making a very strong point. Okay? And the point is that the piece of armor in the middle is the most important. Without it, everything else will fall apart. So when you ignore the word of God, when you fail to read the word, when you fail to apply the word on a daily basis, you have chosen to let your spiritual life come apart. Now let me encourage you to put on the loin belt of truth, to pick up the word of God and begin to read it on a daily basis, to begin to digest that word on a daily basis. Satan fights us with lies and sometimes his lies, they sound like truth. Only a believer that knows the word, that reads the word of God, they know God's truth and they can defeat Satan's lies with God's truth. So the Bible must be the governor, the law, the ruler, and the final say-so in your life. Regardless of what the culture says, regardless of how times change, the Bible is not a, a, a dated book, but the Bible is a book for our daily living right now today. It was relevant 2,000 years ago when it's relevant today, and we're seeing the fulfillment of a lot of things coming to pass right now in this very year, 2021. We are seeing things come to pass. We are seeing things shaping up. We're seeing things getting ready. They're orchestrating and getting things ready for the rise of the Antichrist. You know, it's, it doesn't take anyone uh, too much. You don't have to know too much to know that something's definitely going on and that we are in the end of days. Because, you know, I taught recent podcasts about the last days. The last days started at Pentecost. That's when it was initiated. In 2,000 years, we've been living in the last days all this time, but we are at the end of days. And so even so much more now, spiritual warfare and activity is so much more intense than it's ever been. So much more, more intense because Satan knows that his time is just about up, okay? So you got to read your Bible. You got to read your Bible and say, well, where do I begin? Where do I start? Well... Say, I don't really understand it. I don't, I don't really know what's happening. Or start in the Psalms, start in the Proverbs. One thing that I tell people that are first reading, Proverbs has 31 chapters. And there's there's 30, sometimes 31 days in the in a month. So read a chapter for each day. So if it's March the 1st, on that day, read Proverbs chapter 1. And start there. A lot of wise sayings, a lot of great information. And I also encourage you to read 
Psalms 119 is a whole thing about the word. It talks about the word, how God's word is truth. And, you know, David is talking about teach me your word. It's, it's, it's a long portion. Of, it's the longest chapter in the Bible, but it's very, very good. It talks all about the word of God. So in your leisure time, read that as well. So let's recap. To say that the loin belt of truth, put this, put this in as a first piece of weaponry that the Roman soldier put on. It's the central piece. It's in the middle. Okay. The loin belt of truth is the word of God. The written word of God, the Bible, is our truth. The Bible is what we say, what we stand on. The Bible is what governs our life. Okay, it's the word of God that governs our life. It, it's the least attractive, it's the least noticeable, but it's the most vital of all weaponry. And it's the most important piece of weaponry that we can have. Although it's the most boring and the least, the, uh, but it's the most important. It's very, very, very important. So then the next piece of weaponry that the Roman soldier had was what they called the breastplate. And Paul refers to it as the breastplate of righteousness. <coughs> Excuse me. And the breastplate was made out of brass, or was made out of um, bronze. It was the heaviest piece, okay? And it usually weighed in excess of 40 pounds. It was the shiniest piece. It was the most beautiful piece of all the weaponry. It was the most glamorous, and it was the first thing that people noticed. Okay, now the uh, the the breastplate, it 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 had a front side, and then it had a back side. It began at the the top of the neck, and it went all the way down to the knees. And it was composed of two pieces of metal. One went down the front, and one went down the back. And the two pieces were held together by solid brass rings. On the, on the top of the shoulder and then larger pieces on the front and the back comprised of, of smaller scale-like pieces of metal like the scales of a fish so on the you know the, these scales would they would overlap one another all right and something amazing would happen that as this Roman soldier would walk these metal pieces as they rubbed up against one another they would polish each other all right, so they would they were really they would begin to polish each other and they would create such a awesome luster that was so so very 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 important. Okay, so that you know brass it already shines, but when the sun hits it, like on a sunny day, the rays of the sun hitting the breastplate it created a dazzling spectacle. So if this Roman soldier was walking through in a festival, you could see this breastplate just shining. But it was also an offensive weapon because if he was in the face of the enemy and that breastplate, that sun would be hitting it, that his righteous, well, the, uh, the breastplate, it will blind the enemy. So righteousness is a powerful weapon. It's a powerful weapon that the believer can use. When you live righteous, before the Lord, well, one of the, I know one of the things that the word says is that God hears the prayers of the righteous. You say, well, what does it mean to be righteous? To be in right standing with God. See, I got to live right. I got to, I got to be in right standing with God so that he can hear my prayers. God don't hear everybody's prayers. He only hears the prayers of the righteous. Okay. So the breastplate, it was enhanced by walking. 
And the more they walked, the more those scale-like uh, uh, pieces of metal would rub together. Okay, and the breastplate became more and more beautiful over time. So the more they wore the breastplate, and they were aware, the more we, the more we are, we're wearing our righteousness, and we're aware of our righteousness in Christ, the more brightly you will shine. When you are aware of your righteousness, your level of confidence rises. It imparts confidence and tremendous authority, and it affects the way that you deal with people when you are aware of your righteousness. So then why do so many believers live defeated lives? Well, a lot of times believers live defeated lives because they're not being taught the word of God. They're not being taught the word of God. All right. In order for you, you got to renew your mind. The Bible says in Romans 12, 1 and 2, Paul says that I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. Do not be conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Evil forces always flee from righteousness. They cannot stand the brilliant light that righteousness reflects. <clears throat> so righteousness is a powerful weapon. The breastplate firmly fixed God's glory and it radiates from your life and those around you will notice it. Those around you will see it. When you're walking in righteousness, when you're, well, you don't even have to tell people who you are, which they will sense, they will sense the presence of the Lord upon you. Now, Satan often attacks our hearts and our hearts is where the seat of our emotions are. That's where our self-worth and our trust, that's where that lies. And God's righteousness is the body armor that protects our hearts and ensures his approval. It ensures God's approval that I'm declared righteous because of what Jesus did. Jesus took my place so that I could take his place. Okay. And he approves of us because he loves us and he sent his son to die for us. So these two pieces of weaponry were connected together. The loin belt going on first. Then next the breastplate of righteousness. It was very, 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 very important. The basis of everything is in the word of God. God's word is the foundation. If you don't know the word, you better learn it. <laughs> you better learn it while you still have some time. Read the word. That's why it's important who you follow and who you listen to. It's important where you go to church. What they're teaching at your church because faith comes about here. And if they don't teach about healing at your church, then your faith can never get to the place where you can believe for healing. If they're not talking about prosperity at your church, then, you know, you're always in lack. You don't, you don't know what steps to take or you don't have faith to grab a hold of that. Because see, as the word is going forth, you're hearing that word. As I'm speaking this word, okay, something powerful happens that... To me, it just sounds like words because I can't bless myself. But as you're hearing that word, the Holy Spirit filters it. And when you hear it, he knows what to do for you to hear it and for it to speak truth. And you know when truth is being spoken because it hits you just in a, in a different way when truth is coming forth. You may say, amen, or you'll say, ah, oh, I get it now, when truth is coming forth. So that's why it's so important that you read the word of God, that you know the word of God. 
Because if someone's not preaching or teaching the truth, then you'll be able to say, that's not what the Bible says. That's Sometimes some people don't even know the word. I was at a church uh, one time and the minister, bless his heart, he, he, was, he was just not teaching. Uh, he wasn't teaching accurately. And the people was just shouting all over the place. And I, I was just like, oh my goodness. I said, you know, these people, they, they don't have no idea because they don't read the word. But if you read the word, you say, no, that's not what it says. That's not what it says. So you definitely need to, to read the word of God. And then you're, the, the, the righteousness, the breastplate of righteousness... The breastplate of righteousness, it guards us. It is an offensive weapon against the enemy that it will blind, our righteousness will blind him. That's why he, he wants you to just do what everybody else, what the world is doing. So that then you can't be living a consecrated life. But if you really want to walk in the power of God, you got to live a righteous life. So that he can hear your prayers. So those are the first two pieces of weaponry that we're going to deal with today. Next week we will talk and dig a little deeper into a few more. But hopefully you've gained a greater understanding of the, these weapons. If you are a believer, these weapons are at your disposal. And you may say, well, you know what? I see why now I've been defeated because I don't have my belt of truth on. Well, you better get that belt, put that belt back on. And how you do that is you pick that word up, repent, ask God to forgive you, and start from today right now. And lock in that burst pride of righteousness into that loin belt of truth. So that you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts that the enemy will try to send your way. Because he's definitely going to be sending some. And so you want to be ready and prepared for when he does. Amen. So let us close out with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father God, that you have given us instructions on what to do. You've given us the whole battle plan and strategy and even how our enemy operates and works. And so I thank you for the people that are listening to this Lord God I thank you Lord that your word never is 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 runs out of date but I thank you that your word is always relevant and I thank you for the truth of your word and I thank you Father God for your people that as they begin to pick up the word of God once again and read your word and let me clarify not just spiritual books or books written by Christian authors those are okay but you got to read that Bible and so I thank you Father God for just giving the listeners, those that have not been reading their word, giving them just a hunger for your word, a hunger for your word. And so I thank you and praise you, Lord. So you be all the glory, honor, and praise in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So I hope you gained some knowledge on the two pieces of weaponry that we went over. Remember, the most important piece is the loin belt of truth, because that is the word of God. We're going to look next week at a couple of other pieces. And then we'll begin to close out this series. But thank you so much for joining me today. Be sure to share this podcast. And remember the words in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon. Mm-hmm.